so what's your message to the uh, Cooper Union student today as well as all the graduate in America? I want them to realize that they are leaving college with a very adult perspective on life that is really valuable. You know, they learned here the ways that leaders can make mistakes, the ways that leaders can recover from their stake mistakes. They learned uh, how you can do really valuable things with your money, like Peter Cooper, who created a free school. And I really want them, I hope, to realize that it's worth paying for news because when you do, you help support high-quality journalism. And I hope that even though they're very young and they largely know that news has been free for most of their lives, they'll be willing to pay for it at some point. Yeah, mention about free news. You, you also, in your speech, you mentioned about get a subscription. <laughs> um, <laughs> My pitch. Yeah. yeah. People don't read so much. Now they go Twitter, 80 characters. I know. What's going on? Well, I think people are overwhelmed by information, and so they get it in very small, superficial doses. I read several newspapers a day, but I think that's most people don't do that. And so I think we have to hope that the news they do consume is accurate and factual, and they get many perspectives. But it's a, it's a, it's a time when news consumers have to be the ones responsible for figuring out whether the news they're reading is truthful and accurate and factual. That's a lot of responsibility for a news consumer. So I worry about the quality of news people get today. Yeah, I mentioned about factual. There's a lot of fake news these days. What's the danger of that? Well, I think the, the main danger is that people stop trusting the news. And if you don't distinguish between high-quality news and, and poor-quality news, then you're going to be skeptical. You're not going to want to invest in it. But I think people have to decide, is what I'm reading high-quality? And if it's not, they need to try to find a, a solid, responsible, fact-based reporting to make sure they, they stay informed with. Investigative reporting is hard, as, as demonstrated in the movie and as you talk about in different interviews. So, um, what is your advice to reporters who want to follow your footsteps? I think that because the news business is so challenged right now, uh, particularly young people, you need to take whatever job within journalism you can find, whatever sort of solid, responsible job, and then you, you, you climb, you learn the basics, you learn how to cover municipal government, then you go to the next job and take your skills there. But I also think people have to remember to be impartial and objective and realize how much responsibility we have, how much judgment is involved in our jobs. People, we have to be we have to get it right because otherwise people won't won't trust us, won't believe us. There's huge responsibility on reporters today. Yeah, um, in the spotlight team, you're the only woman uh, in the team, mm-hmm. uh, and in, outside the U.S., uh, it's even more dangerous for women to be a reporter. So, uh, what is your advice to reporters, especially women uh, around the world? Yeah, you know, I actually have not felt that being a woman has changed my job very much. When I was on Spotlight, it was three men, one woman. Currently, the Spotlight team at The Globe has more women than men and is led by a woman, so it's much more gender balance. I think that it's the same basic fundamentals of reporting, whether you're a male or a female. But I also think that this United States is, is a very safe country to be a reporter in. I mean, we don't have to worry about being injured or killed or put on trial as in many other countries. So I feel very fortunate to be a reporter in the U.S. Talking about um, reporters outside of you as the dangers that they face, communism sort of like collapsed. You know, there's only a few countries like Cuba, Vietnam, and China that are left and that are communist country. But yet, the uh, freedom of the, the press is going down uh, as reported by Freedom House. Like, 
it was like the worst uh, at, at this point in history. What's going on? You know, I think that no matter how progressive we get in the world, we're, uh, the job of reporters is to ask tough questions of powerful people. And powerful people don't like to be asked tough questions. And I think that there's so much change happening in the world now. And as a result, we have reporters really taking on powerful institutions and powerful people. And there's this human tendency to push back on that. And I feel like that factors into this. But that, it, that means that more than ever, reporters cannot back down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially in other countries, uh, there's corruption. People sort of like know about it, just like in your story, in Spotlight, in the movie. People know about it, but people don't want to rock the boat. People don't want to uh, change because that will change their life. But in other countries, uh, it may be a, there may be a dictator, but their way of life continues. So they don't want to do that. What's the danger of that? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's natural for some people to be reluctant to talk because they're afraid of the consequences. But if we don't have some people who are brave enough to come out and tell the truth and then hope that there's a community of people supporting them and hope that their country's press laws will protect the reporters that write about them, then I think society is a lot weaker and poorer. I think that press freedom and free speech and the ability to express what we disagree with our government about is, is what is basic to having a healthy country. Yeah. Um, Boston Globe, New York Times, they're all big, big newspaper, right? But what about the in small independent newspaper? Are they important? Do they play important roles? Oh, I think they're so important, and I, I worry about them a lot. You know, in the United States, some of the big newspapers are doing okay. The Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, the Washington Post, they're, they're hanging in there. But a lot of the smaller regional papers are really threatened, and that's where some of the most important local reporting comes out of. So I, you know, I think this is a very, very tough time for the news industry, and that's why I hope people realize that if you want to have journalism watchdogs in your country, you have to support the news. On the day of your graduation from Boston U, did you imagine yourself today that you were an investigative reporter? Was that a you plan? know, I knew I wanted to be a reporter. I didn't know what kind of reporter I would end up being. I think like everyone who graduates, you're a little excited, but you're a little nervous. You're not sure what's coming. You know, it's an exciting day. But I loved being here today. It's fun to celebrate with them and, and to get to look at them and wonder what they're going to go off to do and be and accomplish. You know, graduation's so exciting that it's just so fun to be here. What's the key to your success? Well, I mean, I think probably for anybody who, who is successful in their work life, you, you have to work really hard. You have, to, you have to be trustworthy. You have to get it right. You have to treat people kindly. I mean, even, if, even, even as a reporter who has to af, ask tough questions, I think you still need to be kind and respectful and remember the, how powerful the press is in terms of how it can hurt people. So you need to be very careful about your writing and your reporting and make sure you're accurate. But I think it's, it's hard work. It's good ethics. Um, and it's really wanting to have a job that you feel like is meaningful in life, that is more than just a paycheck. Talking about paycheck, journalism is not a lucrative job. <laughs> no, it's why, not. why do you keep doing it? <laughs> because I like it. I mean, if we, you know, all of us, most of us have to work for a living. And you really want to hope that the job you do is interesting, satisfying, that you feel like it's, has, it's purposeful. And for me, that's what journalism has been. I call it a brain candy job sometimes. You know, your brain gets satisfied every single day. And so I think that's worth maybe making a little bit less money for. Besides the Pulitzer Prize, first it was the, the prize, and then they're making it into a movie. Uh, are, you, are you happy with the movie? 
Yes, but I was very worried at first because I thought that getting involved with Hollywood was a very bad idea. I thought they would embarrass us, they would sensationalize our work. And in the end, they made this wonderful, respectful, beautiful movie that wasn't exaggerated. And I, I think they did a great job and then they helped spread that message about speaking truth to power and asking tough questions of powerful people. They helped spread it in the way that only Hollywood can do. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good to meet you. Thank you. Thank you.